another fun-filled episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Hot Man Productions. I'm your host, John, across the desert lands. Danny, how are you, man? Um, I'm doing better than the, the citizens of uh, Las Vegas, New Mexico. Huh. Which, what, which was fun for the clickbait article headline of citizens of Las Vegas will run out of water in 20 days. <laughs> And then you open it and it's, you know, I mean, it still sucks, but it's Las Vegas, New Mexico, not Las Vegas, Nevada. Mm-hmm. But apparently the reservoir only has a 20 day supply of water left as of like two days ago. So now they're down to like 18. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it's time to start sacrificing people again, like we did back in the good old days. <laughs> Need a good crusade. Just, just some throw, go find, go to like, th- th- that'd be the perfect idea, actually. Some, like they need to throw an anime convention. <laughs> There's got to be a good number of virgins there. <laughs> and just find the, the the closest volcano and just start firing them in there till it rains. <laughs> oh, terrible. Yeah, it, I heard uh, Death Valley broke the record for uh, hottest day ever at 127. 127 degrees Homer, Fahrenheit. To quote Homer Simpson, hottest day ever so far. So far. <laughs> uh, happy Labor Day to everybody. See, we we uh we don't celebrate holidays. We're working. <laughs> I'm being I'm I I don't even know why I'm working. I'm I should be taking a union break today. You're management. You're the you're the cause of all of our problems. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I am off tomorrow, so I'm happy about that. Me too. They, they're like, do you want to work on Monday? Get paid extra? And I'm like, nah, it's cool. I'd rather just have the day. I'll just take the day off. They're like, sweet. Our highest wasted labor not coming in. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'd rather, I'd rather, I'm sure they'd rather have me come in and make a little bit more money than the people that volunteered to come in. They're just going to sit there and pretend like they work on a dairy farm and just milk it all day. <laughs> the union way yes yes indeed oh, oh man so uh did you do anything or have you did you have any plans for this day of labor without any labor um watch some tv last yesterday played some destino um going to the grocery store today and we thinking about doing a hike tomorrow so that's 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 like fun that's i think pretty much a typical typical weekend over here outside of adding a hike on a monday (laughs) yeah i was gonna say normal weekend but you get one extra day to spread it out over exactly i'm just like uh i got two more days to deal with this i don't think we have to worry about it today so what about you you never any fun never plans I'm going to say, never do today what you can put off till tomorrow. That's probably the future <laughs> you and that guy. Yeah. Oh, man. So yesterday we went over to a friend's house and barbecued up some uh, uh, meats and made tacos. And uh, we ended up playing some games. And they had this one game. It's from the same people that like the oatmeal that makes all their crazy mm-hmm. oatmeal-based games. Well, I don't know if they're oatmeal-based, but they're from the, they did that, <laughs> the comic, the oatmeal. And then they had like exploding kittens yes. and um so they have another one and it's basically 
like uh, well, one of those games where you have to like guess a word. You know, people give you hints, mm-hmm. and uh, then you have to guess it. You know, but you can't say the word. But this one puts an extra special twist on it, which it was fun enough that I literally ordered it while we were still playing it. Wow. Um, let's see if I could find it. No follow-up questions. <laughs> so you wanted to bring up a game, but then forgot to get the name of the game. I forgot to look it up, yes. But it's basically, it's like um, a caveman version of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, where you, uh, you can only give clues in one syllable words. Got you. And then each, each piece has a, uh, point, one point word and a three point word. Mm -hmm. Um, poetry for Neanderthals is what it's called. Mm. And so, um, so like one of the words, so like the words kind of like, so one of them, the words was like the one point word was crash. And then the three point word was wedding crasher, mm-hmm. but you have to be able to convey that in one syllable words. Yeah. And if you may, may mess up and use a two syllable word, they, it comes with an inflatable uh, club. Yeah. And the person that proceeded, that's like, so you basically have to have like, you know, the teams, but have them separated. So A, B, A, B, A, B all mm-hmm. around. Because if, if Team B is guessing, the person from Team A to their right has the club and has to be the judge of them using two-letter words, two-syllable yes. words. Yes. And when they do, they, you club them, and then you, that team gets a point, gets that card and gets to throw it in their one-point bin. Nice. <laughs> ooh, and it's, ooh. you know, timed. Yes. And so, like, um, one guy, like, for Wedding Crashers, when he was doing wedding, he was trying to, like, the way he was trying to get it across was, Put ring on hand stub. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yes. Especially <laughs> fun if you've been drinking a little bit. Mm. Some, they have a regular version and, you know, a not safe for, for an adult version yes. of the game. Of course. Of course. As expected by the great oatmeal comics creators. Yes. But when you come in town, we'll have to play this. It's fun, man. Just just getting to bash the shit out of somebody uh, for messing up and saying a two-syllable word. And, like, as you're, like the thing is, is, like, you're doing the clue, and then, like, you say the word, and as it's coming out of your mouth, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And you, like, you already start to flinch because you know what's coming. <laughs> but, yes, poetry oh. for Neanderthals. Nice. Way more fun than I thought it was going to be. Um, perfect, perfect drinking game, Sean. Perfect, the best. Perfect, the, the best. best. So, speaking of drinking, Sean, what are you drinking? Um, I don't. Like my segue, like like my segue. I need <laughs> yeah. I need a compliment on that one. I did that on purpose. Thanks for trying today, Danny. Thanks for trying. Praise me like like some gamers praise the sun. <laughs> This is garbage. I remember what it was like when the show was in 2020. <laughs> uh, They're not funny anymore. Where's all the where's the all the uh, dildo jokes? Yeah, we're gonna talk about people getting <laughs> pissed it again. 
That's what that's what you meant, right? By game. <laughs> yes, game for review. Um, <laughs> so, um, I don't know if I've had this beer or a similar beer on the show before because the bottle looks familiar. So it's a it's a big fat bottle. It's a with a kind of a tan label with a bunch of dots, and it's called More Dots by. And this is brewed by Jester King Brewery down in Austin, Texas. Home of the Texas Ranger. Um, so it is a barrel-aged beer fermented with black uh, currant. And yes, yeah, so a brewed and bottled. So nothing too crazy. It has a very dark color um i know danny it looks black in the picture but it is more of a like dark red um color so i have been i've been smart enough to uh drink it a little bit before so to <laughs> try to um attack the uh my taste buds you're 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 cheating our listeners of the blind reaction mm. our dozen of listeners <laughs> It's just to get past the initial sour phase. Because it is... It's got some sour kicks to it. <laughs> like, this is definitely more on the top of the sour, funky taste. Um, so, it's... Like... Even though it's like over it, oh, even though it's probably one of the more sour beers I've had, you still get a lot of the other flavors with the beer, though. It's not full overpowering, um, a heartburn, acidic sour. Yeah, I mean, I think I think somebody that gets anti-acid real easy might. I get it after this one, because um, it's it's got super fun. Even though I am halfway through my glass, I still am getting that like sour pucker. Like wow, like damn, it's sour, but I like it. I love I love it's sour. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, it is sour for sour, but I don't think it's as overbearing. It's not overbearing though. It's just it's. It's just sour, but I do like the uh, the black currant on it. Um, just gives it like a nice, like subtle sweetness, like because it's like you get hit with the sour and then it's like smooth sweetness afterwards. It's like Sour Patch Kids. First they're sour, then they're sweet. Dude, no, uh, no free sponsors on the show, man. <laughs> after I just, after I just. Uh... Went and promoted a whole damn game. No, this be senpai. <laughs> no, it's uh, but it's it's like one bottle. It is a big ass bottle, though. I will tell you. That is a big ass bottle. It is a big ass bottle. You you're getting drunk tonight. It is only six point two percent ABV, so maybe you won't get drunk. You'll just have a lot. You to just drink. have to go to the bathroom a lot. Yep. But if you do see it, more dots. Jester King, I would recommend it if you are a fan of the sours. Um. Because it is good. It's it's just damn good sour. I don't know what else you want. My wife gave me a scare in regards to that brewery yesterday because 
she misread one of their social media posts recently. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, because she was like, she told me, Jester King came up and she was like, did you hear that they're sh- closing down? Yeah, like, what? I'm like, wait, what do you mean they're closing down? I follow them on social media. They're not closing down. And she's like, wait. And I was like, she's like, I read that they were closing down online. I'm like, you sure that they're closing? And she's like, and then she went and found the post. She's like, oh, they're just not really going to do as much on Instagram because apparently, like, they had a lot of their uh, beer posts taken down because it violated the guidelines. And, of course, when they ask Instagram what guidelines, their response is one of them. I don't know. So, and that's been happening. That was happening a lot with, like, breweries to the point where, like, Bottle Logic had to, like, basically make a secondary account because their first one got shut down. <laughs> Somebody and probably they, kept flagging like, it. Like, they appealed and then they got it back. And so they have two Bottle Logic accounts. How annoying. Yes. So, I don't know, man. Good but I am drinking Early Summer. It is a raw farmhouse ale aged in Malbec, Malbec barrels, which is a type of wine from Solaris Beer and Blending. It comes in at 7.3%. And, like, I was looking at the descriptions, the description of the thing that they have typed in here, and they just have a shitty riddle. Hmm. It says, a farmer went to the market and bought a wolf, a goat, and a cabbage. On his way home, he came to the bank of a river and rented a boat. But crossing the river by boat, the farmer, the farmer could only carry himself and a single one of his purchases. The wolf, the goat, or the cabbage. If Len attended together, the wolf would eat the goat, or the goat would eat the cabbage. The farmer's challenge was to carry himself and his purchase to the far bank of the river intact. How did he do it? And the thing I don't like about this is, I mean, why did either the farmer took a different route home mm-hmm. than he took to the market where he didn't have to cross that river, and he didn't realize that, hey, I can't buy a lot of shit because it's not going to fit in the boat all at once. Mm-hmm. So that's poor planning on his part. That is true. Or he like just decided to take a random, just decided to take the scenic route home with his purchases. Which, <laughs> why would you do that if you're just like on like you don't go to the grocery store and then decide you know what I'm gonna take the scenic route home. <laughs> Eggs are gonna the milk's gonna spoil. What are you doing? Exactly. The goats can eat the cabbage and the wolves can eat the goat, and you're gonna have nothing. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, this is a nice golden color. It definitely has that sourness to it as well. Oh man, but you can taste the 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 Malbec, which is a type of wine in it. Wino over here. Yes. <laughs> um Yeah, basically they do pilsners and like wine-based beers unless they do a collaboration then they do a stouts sometimes but i was reading when i looked it up on untapped they also said that it was a that it was a fermented in the can mm-hmm. so that you can either enjoy it fresh or cellar it for years to come oh how beautiful and the the music the ambient pairing is harry nilson's gotta get up from 1971 <laughs> Get Man. up, get up, get down. So I've been I've been listening to this uh, b- bourbon podcast 
Um, and that's one of the like, whenever they have guests on, or even amongst themselves, when, as part of the review or discussion of the uh, bourbon they're drinking, they um, started this hashtag on their social medias. Hashtag bourbon sounds like. <laughs> so it's like what 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 song or album or anything that comes to your mind when you're drinking whatever bourbon they're drinking at that on that episode. So hmm. I guess Solaris feels the same way. Beer hashtag beer sounds like. <laughs> Oh, oh man, he's still trying to be a a bourbon drinker. Get those nice cherry flavors out of a uh, burning burning water. Out of the fire water. Out of the fire water. You know, I'm no, I I mean, I'm trying, but I'm still like, I still go full Ralph Wiggum. <laughs> My mouth tastes like burning. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. so it's funny because we were we were at we were at. The Portland airport, and they had a uh, distillery there, like, but they could only do like small drinks based off like rules of the airport, and and it was funny because it was like, um, you should get like the uh, the whiskey one, and I'm like, all all that tastes like to me is just burning. <laughs> I can't do it. I just I won't even know what's going on. I'll just be like. Trying to taste it, and even with even with the uh, old fashions that they made, because they were real, they were pretty damn strong. I was just like doing the tricks and stuff. I'm like, damn, just burn. Yeah, I can do I can do mixed drinks, and I'm fine. But when I just drink it neat, not to be confused with the Japanese version of neat, <laughs> the whiskey neat and the Japanese neat. Yes. So, but it's. Which is extra confusing if you order a Japanese whiskey neat. Does that mean that I have to stay at home and play video games all day and not have a job voluntarily while I drink this whiskey? Why not? I don't see any problem with it. Not because it was like not employed. Um, and I used to know what it stood for, but it's like N E A T, and it's basically like you're not employed or at or uh, and being educated. You're just staying at home. It's the the mini mini uh, isake. That's the um the one where they end up in another world. Yep. Anime. So mini isekes have star star neat characters. <laughs> Funny how motivated they, they get once they're in a other world with all these powers and, and boobs they can touch. More on that later. More on that later. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> So, Budweiser settled a lawsuit, Sean, that apparently the lime aritas or the strawberry strawberry aritas and whatever other flavors they have mm-hmm. um, don't actually contain tequila in them. Mm. Shocking development. So, apparently, because, like, you know, if, with the advertising, both, you know, with all the advertising and even the artwork on the box and cans, you know, it shows it being poured into a margarita glass. And so the person that filed the lawsuit was like, it makes it look like you're drinking a margarita. And then on fine print on the bottom with a little disclaimer, which apparently that's used to be good enough in, the, in this country. I, I thought this was America, not Europe, but it says um, that it is a malt beverage only. Mm. And so, but Budweiser decided, you know what, we're just going to go ahead and settle this lawsuit. Um, 
but also not ad- admit any wrongdoing. They're like, this is just, you know what? How much you have to pay to make you go away? Basically, it seems like mm-hmm. what they did. And so, if you uh, are, if you're a, an honest person, or even if you're not an honest person, you can uh, go ahead and look it up and get free money from Budweiser. Because if you uh, basically, if you purchased them between January first of two thousand eighteen and July nineteenth of 2022 um, says no receipt is required though class members with proof of purchase can collect $21.25 per household if you don't have receipts you're capped at $9.75 until and until the money runs out sounds like there's a uh, a lot of work for $9.75 and, Dude, I'm an, I got, and I'm an honest person, so I can't claim any because I, I had like one sip from somebody. Like that was it. And I was like, "This is fucking gross." I was like, "You know what's wrong with this margarita? There's Bud Light in it." <laughs> Everything, <laughs> right? Like I don't, I don't understand how people would think that there's any way not anything but basically shitty Bud. Fl- shitty flavored bud in that can that it's that it's not a, a fancy seltzer as opposed to a classic cocktail yeah but i think a lot of other companies that are like kind of marketing more as being cocktails uh that actually don't have any liquor in it and only malt liquor beverage um might be uh changing their ways soon because if budweiser had to pay then they'll probably it'll like set the chain of events to where they'll also have to pay. <laughs> and I don't think they can afford to just throw away money the way Budweiser can. No, probably unless you're not. like cut water unless you're like cut water spirits. <laughs> oh enough. man, so there was this art contest and one of the uh, categories yeah. was digital art. And one of the, the, the painting that won in the digital art category for its amazing artiness came out after it came out afterwards that the person just entered it as uh to troll the uh contest because it was uh, <laughs> they used a program that AI generated the art. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> wow. So <laughs> I don't I mean they're going to have to do some changes like whether or not they're going to um <clears throat> They're gonna have to figure out a way to either detect the AI art, and if they can't, then maybe they'll have to like you have to submit like a video of you also like working on the art, instead of just pushing a couple buttons and making the computer do it for you. I'm making art. Do, 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 do. I'm I'm arting. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so New York. You know, New York and California tend to be the two states where they pass these, like, crazy laws. You know, at least for on the liberal side. And Oops. if they stick, other like, the other one will follow and other states maybe might follow. Mm-hmm. So, New York just passed a law where, where to buy, in order to buy cans of, like, Ready Whip whipped cream. Yeah. You have to be 21 years old. <laughs> Uh, 
Yes, kids are using and abusing the CO2 out of the whipped cream cans. Whip it. Whip, whip it, it real good. Do, 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 do. Yes, that is in fact what they are doing. Is it because weed is legal now? Now they're just, they gotta find something else to rebel and use? I mean, whipped cream is legal too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but... Well, not anymore now. Now they just made it a contraband. <laughs> you can't do it. There's going to be some clueless parent. There's going to be some clueless parent. How come you're buying like a case of whipped cream every other day and selling them at school for 10 bucks, a, like 20 bucks a pop? We've got to make that whipped cream money. <laughs> exactly. And that's a, that's a thing, like, you know, between like drinking and al- cigarettes. And now, apparently, whipped cream, you have to be 21 to buy it. Mm-hmm. So, how come they just don't make it where uh, official, just make it you're not an adult till you're 21, if you're not going to let anyone have any, like, trust anyone to be an adult when you're 18? Why don't you just get rid of the CO2 cans? Just make people scoop it with a spoon. Because then you can't, like, as an uncle... <sighs> well, my, my nieces and nephews are... Right in the they aren't into it anymore, but yes, you can't... You can't have like them run by and like squirt some in the, squeeze some in their mouth and then send them on their way. It's not as much fun flinging it with a spoon. Mm. Here it is. They just hit them right in the fucking eye. Oh, <laughs> it's burning. It yes, exactly. Also, um, the the canned whipped cream mm-hmm. is uh the is vegan versus the whipped the 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 one you whoop up with the spoon is actually dairy based. Or the other way around. One of them is dairy based and one isn't. I always mm. forget the two. I think. I don't I think know. the can is dairy based, and the, the the frozen one in the bucket is non dairy based. Well, because you could get an oat milk one in the um, in the spray version. Well, the, now you can. Well, yeah, now. Twenty twenty two. Give me that fucking oat milk, bitch. <laughs> All these fucking hippies ruining everything. Leaves the cows alone. Oh man! I will say, as somebody that drinks a lot of non-dairy products, the uh, rice milk rice dreamer—it's like in a blue carton—is actually pretty good. I'm just saying. There's one I heard that's supposed to be pretty good. It's a little sweet, but good. But uh, Coors mm-hmm. is using their spent grain, basically, to make a milk. Gotcha. And I was trying to find it because they sell it at a few stores. Yeah. But the closest one is, like, by the beach for me. Or I can or- you can order it online. Yeah. But the minimum order is a uh, six-pack of the, of the containers. Damn. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want, I don't drink that much non-dairy milk. <laughs> yeah, Wegman's uh, almond milk is pretty good, and so is the uh, macadamia milk. I forget what the company is called. It's like the, it's like a white, it's like a white box with like a blue band for like vanilla, the vanilla flavor. So those are my top three to drink. Nice. Well, yeah, I mean, more of like pour in my cereal. Let's be honest here. True. Ain't nobody drinking yeah. milk in this place. We're using it for shit. <laughs> yes. But yeah, like uh, Sprouts is the chain that carries them out here. Okay. 
and they don't have them except for like the fancy sprouts like like i said like by the beach oh apparently i don't think people in uh mission grove is not fucking uh special enough no no it's not (laughs) not fancy enough to get the fancy the fancy non-dairy milk Fuck you, Orange Crest. You fucking wannabes. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, you're only you only live there because you wanted to pretend like you're still live in Orange County, but uh, you're too poor to actually do it. <laughs> but you'll drive there every day for work. Uh, yes, yes, they will. That's too funny. I made uh, I made chocolate milk last night. Super good. It was super good. So I took some cocoa powder and some water, mixed it up. Put it in the microwave, and then um, poured the sugar in with like a quarter of the milk. Stirred it up, heated it up, got it nice and like chocolatey, and then poured the rest of the milk in. Stirred it, boom! It was like if you wanted if you wanted it sweeter, <clears throat> you could definitely add more sugar. But it was definitely a good balance of just in embracing the chocolate. So, it was really good. Is that the title of your sex tape, Sean? Embracing the chocolate? Embracing, maybe. <laughs> I think Embracing that's like a, the chocolate. I think that's a, a bit from uh, The Office, apparently. <laughs> I know people that watch The Office use that as joke a lot, so I think that's from The Office. But I've never watched The Office enough to know. Embrace the chocolate? No, the t- oh. whenever somebody says something and it's like, or maybe it's Brooklyn Nine Nine, one of the two, but it's like whenever says somebody somebody says something vaguely inappropriate and you're like, is that the title of your sex tape? <laughs> yeah, I don't watch The Office, so I couldn't tell you. Yes, not. Yeah, somebody. I'm sure, maybe one of our dozen of listeners might maybe. know whether it's Brooklyn Nine Nine or The Office. I'm, I expect a, a text later from a friend of the show, Solid Snack. To I was going to say Solid Snack with the reference. <laughs> I love you, bud. Not you, Danny. Solid Solid Snack. I know. I know. The one, even though you forgot that you walked around. I would um, never. In Los Angeles. I, I would never forget something like that. You're like, I've, I've never met him. And I'm like, dude. You walked around Anime Los Angeles, and we went to an MC Chris concert with him. I would never forget a time like that. He he re- he remembers that you forgot. No, and so does Pepperidge Farm. Oh man, Pepperidge so Farm remembers. <laughs> <laughs> so they're making a movie based on the great career of. Weird Al Yankovic, which is weird because he's neither dead nor retired. From, he's not. He's has still. He hasn't stopped making music, or is he dead? So I don't understand how you can have a, a movie in in memoriam of a dude that I'm gonna go see in concert in like a week and a half. The only thing that makes sense about this movie is that fucking Harry Potter Daniel Redcliffe plays Weird Al, and and looks so much like him. <laughs> And Rain Wilson looks crazily like Dr. Demento. <laughs> and apparently, just watching the trailer is already sp- hashtag spoiler. Weird Al and Madonna were banging? 
I mean, I was alive during that time, and I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know. Is that real? I mean, it's in the movie. It's got to be real, right? It's in the trailer. <laughs> they're leading with it. It's not like they're, like, like burying it in the movie somewhere for, like, a throwaway line. Like, apparently they were in a relationship. Hmm. I didn't know. But it'll be interesting. Did I ever tell you... Um, I almost took a, uh, um, accordion lessons. Yes, I remember this. Because I was trying to, my, I wanted to play an instrument, like, but I didn't know what. And so my parents, like, my parents were like auditioning people to convince, get them to convince me what instrument to play. And so we had a dude show up at my house, sat at my kitchen table with an accordion, and tried to convince me that I wanted to play the accordion. Mm-hmm. And even even me then knew I'm like, dude, I'm already getting beat up enough as it is. I don't need any more help. <sighs> were you were you ever a fan of Big Weird Al, Sean? I I not not too not too much. Like I laughed when I heard his songs, but I never like followed it. So yes, it kind of was the same way. But like I said, I'm gonna go see him. He's playing at the uh, Fox Theater next week. And I'll go ahead. I have like I got to see him at least once. I heard he puts on a pretty amazing show, like costume changes and yeah, jokes galore. Yeah, and the funny thing is too, like about this movie is like it's getting like Weird Al is just telling a goofy story. Like <laughs> so, a lot of if you ever do watch it, like you have to definitely take it with some salt. That shit's fluffed a lot. <laughs> Probably. That's, so. that's what I was thinking, yes. Because, like I said, I'm pretty sure Madonna and him weren't, like, in a long-term <laughs> bangtastic relationship. Or, but... according to the articles I just read, they never even met. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Whoa, whoa. Why, why are you doing follow-up questions, Sean? Ain't follow-up no answers? Follow-up answers, yes. Because I could... I quick. Quick. Sometimes. Unless I ask you a question, then you're slow. You stop. Your brain stops working. That's what she said. Exactly. Title of your sex tape. <laughs> oh, I'm refilled. What's, why? I'm I don't, I don't even know why. I like, <laughs> so I drank like half the beer, and then I I just like retopped it off. So, did you pour yourself a mega pint? Mega pint. <laughs> So, good times. I'm glad this is only 5.6%. I should be good. I had the leader of the... I was saying, is Megapint the leader of the Beercepticons? <laughs> <laughs> I had lazy... uh had lazy egg tacos. And by that, it, bread and toast. Or eggs and toast. I was like... Took some egg, took three eggs, salt and peppered it, kind of mixed it up after it started to cook. Made some toast and just like threw some cheese in there, threw egg and just was like folded it in half. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's like a, a culturally appropriating egg sandwich. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> When your egg sandwich isn't ethnic enough, just make the make the bread into a taco shell. And put an egg in there. 
Uh, oh, I, man. I so was, I was too lazy for onion and peppers. Or more uh, more bread? <laughs> yeah, I did need more bread. Well, I had two of them, so I could have technically made the sandwich, but I made two tacos. Two bread tacos. <laughs> what, your, your sandwich wasn't ethnic enough you had to appropriate some culture this morning. Exactly. So as you, as you, I'm going to wait till you take a big drink before I say, you mentioned earlier that you spent some time playing Destiny. Are we already there? Damn. Yes. So fast. So fast. Maybe your sex tape album. Can I love your sex tape album? Album? <laughs> Soundtrack for your sex tape? So there's a company named Bungie. They have a game called Destiny 2, but they're retaking old rage from Destiny 1 and making you play them. Game over. No. <laughs> Anyways. So I also heard that they're like uh, making old like exact like old weapons that people like had to work really hard to get so much easier to get and people are very salty about that too. I don't know. This is like the second time I've played Destiny probably in three months. So I am very, very out of the loop. I just so, know what makes it to the front front page of the Reddits. I don't know. I think a lot of people are bitching about Destiny right now. So I don't I don't know, to be honest. Um, but so the new season started. Um, we're on week two of the new season. Drifter is back. And he is working with Spider, who's finally back after his planet got kind of taken over. And they are going after the other Fallen. They're going after old Fallen houses that still pirate the outer space. So you basically take a ship and you like do a, you do like a, a, you like fight through and then you take a cannon and launch into the, onto the other ship and where you have to go fight them and kill the captain and take their loot. So it's like a pirating adventure. So that's pretty, uh, it's pretty goofy, but it's pretty, I think it's a uh, pretty fun, but they also released a, um, free to everybody. You don't have to have the season pass, the King's fall raid. So this was the raid that came out during the taking King in destiny one it is a superb raid it is fun it is it was challenging it takes a long time to beat through it i think danny i think even you rate you did this raid a couple times right i think so yes yes so nothing like all the classical jump adventures with like the ships and the dick wall that launches you onto the other side of the map it kills you so many good adventures um the mechanics are felt really good they felt like they updated the mechanics a little bit to fit the destiny 2 world and supers and guns and stuff but it didn't feel like it took away from anything. Like some of it was just like, they just like, instead of doing something like one time, you had to do it three times, um, stuff like that. So it felt like it kept true to the raid and they didn't change the raid really at all. Um, 
I felt like in Bog, Vault of Glass, when they redid that one, they really changed some of the mechanics in in that one um, to kind of fit. And I think they also updated, like, bot, they added different bosses into there. So they didn't really do have to do that on this one. I think the mechanics were tough enough to be good. Um, it took us four hours to beat the raid. Um, that was my first time through it. And I think another guy's first time through, like, the Destiny 2 version. Um, I played the... I, I, I beat Vault of Glass many times. Or, sorry, King's Fall many times in D1. Um... So I really liked it. I was uh I was I was really pleasantly surprised. I definitely would like to do it again. That's how much fun I had doing the King's Fall raid. So I definitely um gotta find time on the weekends to uh get some raiding back on. Try to get my try to wake up early, get the chores done, get back in the raid in the scene, um and whatnot. I don't know about the season. I'm sure it's just, you know, I still got to catch up on last season. Like I'm like I made it through like halfway through the story. I got to do some stuff to kind of figure out why why Sabala and all these other people are having nightmares and flashbacks. But I'll try to hopefully I'll try to like pick up the pirate thing and get through it a little bit more. So we'll see. Maybe. But but yeah, King's Fall, fantastic. Really, you haven't enjoyed. been uh, twitching. You haven't been twitching for a while to take advantage of your. Uh partner status if that's i don't know if that's still the thing anymore if they take it away if you don't raid if you don't uh twitch for a while i'm assuming they take a i'm yeah i mean partner is one thing but uh i forget what the name of the other one is i assume they take it i don't know i don't know i didn't get an email or maybe i just didn't read the email multiple possibilities on that front so we'll have to because see you went to spam if spam that shit get the fuck out <laughs> yes so in addition to playing the destinies you've been uh doing some of the reading yeah i did um i did get caught up some books came out and i finally did ca get caught up on it um the other thing it was is so i ended up reading so you know we last week we talked about the trip um out to the northeast and obviously with travel comes you know, you get a nice good five-hour block to kind of just mind your business in a seat with a bunch of other people as you're flying. <laughs> so, depends on what airline you fly. That is true. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you get free. Uh, you get to watch a free free fight, or someone might poke you with their toes because they like your armrest as a footrest. Ew. Gross. But I ended up, um, I read the, uh, I read the five volumes of Trapped in a Dating Sim, the manga. So I'm trying to, so I'm caught up on the English versions for that one. Um, uh, I think, I think book six should wrap up the first season of the anime. And after that, I'll get into the next piece. I know Quattro says read the light novels because you know he's a a true weeb lord um you'd be the first in the volcano <laughs> <laughs> um so i i was interested because he said that they do onboard more characters into his click 
Um, and he said that part was really good. He really enjoyed like the new characters and the dimensions it added. The only thing he said is he didn't like how the main character starts to act like in the later, in like the next after the first season that we that we have seen. So I'm curious to see how it goes. Um, books one through five practically spot on to the anime, like not i didn't notice any kind of real changes on that piece so pretty good um uh, book four of no matter what you say furry san is scary came out read that it's just a fun book man i i'm assuming with how popular like i don't know if this is popular but they came out with another they coming out with more novels so again it has to somewhat make money right <laughs> right so i'd be curious as if this is going to be something we're going to see down the road i mean if the english version four just came out i'm assuming six has already been published that's about a 12 episodes right there so um i'd be curious if they are doing it um but no it's just uh it's very funny i like how like they're starting to kind of go like you know, it goes from like one thing to where he like he's scared of her to where you know now he's like starting to get like you know realize like he does care for her. So it's and you got the other just random uh, little one off things in there. So that's pretty good. Um, and then I read volume eleven and twelve of our favorite. Don't toy with me, Miss. Nagaratu. Um, I I I just love this series, man. It's so good. Um, I'm 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 happy with where it's going. I'm just kind of waiting to see, like, you know, where does it like does it? How does it end? Like, I feel like this is one of those books that can get ruined if it is extended for too long and they don't give it a good like ending or at least like get to the main climax and then like i don't depends on like what they do afterwards like once they like do officially like date because you know that's what's gonna happen at some point but it's like you know it took what four seasons of love is war to get there so I just feel like the Love is War had so many interesting other characters and and crazy things going on that it made it easy to get to four seasons without, you know, without it feeling like filler. And that's what I worry here. Like, it doesn't, I don't think it has strong enough side characters to try to push through that long. Um, so I'm worried, like, it might just keep kicking the can and then at like what is it going to get to a point where it gets like too boring right like they've already done everything uh, and now they're doing the same kind of mm -hmm. gimmicks again it's like just stop like look i understand like everything like people are still buying it yeah so it's just ma it's making money but sometimes you just got to end it yep. so i do like that in the last between volume 10 and 11 they um they go up a grade. So now he's like a senior because he was like 
he was in the middle. Yeah, he was like the middle, and then the like the president graduates, so he's like the senior now. So and then like um, the president's younger sister joins the art club as a freshman. So it adds more craziness to the uh, to the story, but I do like that it has progressed like that way. Now it's like it's not like we're trapped in that time year and never move on like they've all moved to the next year so it's added like kind of that layer of complexity and i think it's going to push all the way to the end of the year if i because they're like um they're talking about like college and stuff like that like what are they going to do after after the school's done so pretty good though I've uh, I've really enjoyed the the twelve volume so far. So nice. Oh man! So some sad news. No sad yeah, news. Sad no. news. No. Sad news. Well, um, one of the shows that we both enjoy. Yes. Uh, Uncle from Another World mm -hmm. um, has been put on indefinite postponement slash hiatus due to, and I thought this thing was gone, didn't exist anymore. I mean, if you ask. Half big chunk of the country, it never existed, but due to COVID nineteen, they had to basically shut down the studio. Mm. And from reading about it, it seemed like this might be okay because um, there were like kind of, I guess, push pushing the studio to make the episodes almost last minute. Yeah, and like because they were like, yeah, we're like on episode eight, and we haven't even started really started working on episode ten yet. So. It's not like it's like they're. I guess the studio expects them to do it like the South Park style, where like they start work. They need to have the show in by like Saturday so they can watch it real quick before they air it on Sunday, and they would like not start working on it till like Tuesday or Wednesday. Fuck, man, that's terrible news. <laughs> wow, I so, figured they. I figured they all had all twelve episodes done already. Not for this one, no. I did notice, like, it would take a few extra weeks to get, like, an episode. And, like, I don't think, like, the next episode doesn't come out until, like, 9-7. Like, it's not perfectly every week. Right. Kind of like how, um, the one of, one of the animes that started, like, a week or two behind anyways, um, which I've been enjoying is the, the maid I hired is very suspicious. Yeah, but I got put back in even an extra week because I guess there was like it had to postpone like an episode, put it put it a week for a week because there was like a live sporting event that was going to be airing on the channel that was more popular in Japan that people were going to watch. So, but that was just a like a temporary one episode thing, like not it was kind of I guess semi scheduled or planned. Yeah, but yeah, the uncle from another world, man, that just. Reading comments on Reddit, people are like, "Yeah, man, this show seems more cursed than the uncle, more cursed than the um, Sega Dreamcast." Is one of the comments on there. <laughs> it is a funny ass show. It it might be. I mean, if it's like basically done, I think I this might be like one of the mangas that um, I pick up because, like, it is just such a funny ass show and premise and it's just done a certain way that just makes me laugh like it'd be very disappointing so yes and have you seen or started watching the lucifer hammer anime no i have not 
So I kind of I watched the first episode or two, um, but then I read something and I'm like, I think I'm gonna wait till they all come out because they're doing something interesting from this for this show that I hadn't seen mm. from anything else. Where basically it's a movie, but they're breaking it up into episode segments. That's kind of annoying, but fair enough. Right. So instead of like, you know, like, you know, like normally a show will like carry on from episode to episode, mm -hmm. but this one, it just credits, show credits, and then the opening credits and continuing on. Like, yeah, not like any time has passed. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm going to wait until like most of it has come out and see, watch it in more order to see if I can tell now that I know. Yeah. Um, but basically like. You know, it's like another reluctant hero thing where this guy's like picked to save the world from something and he doesn't know. He has to protect the princess from something and then he ends up seeing and there's like this giant like sledgehammer like hovering above the earth in the sky that like only him and a couple other people can see. Like the guardians that they're going to pick to protect the princess can see it and that's it. Mm -hmm. So I finished watching an anime from last season, The Greatest Demon Lord Reincarnated as a Typical Nobody. What's your thoughts? So, I kind of like the first part, like, he actually, you know, as opposed to some of the other animes that have, like, the similar, I guess, story beat of, you know, somebody gets, somebody from the past comes to the future, and they're, like, powerful because, you know, they haven't had to fight as much, so they've lost the way, the old ways of magic, yeah. Um but he generally seemed like he was like trying not to like stand out, but because everyone else was so weak and he's like, Well I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give like half my effort because I don't want to overpower anybody and then he still does half his effort and they're like, Man, this guy's so strong and he's like <laughs> Wait, everyone's so fucking weak? Yes. Um and then like so like the second like you know, there's like seemingly a villain or an antagonist in the first part. And then they basically seemingly defeat him with like episode eight. And it's like, wait, there's like a bunch more episodes. What's going on? And so that kind of changes and it gets more serious in tone, but at the same time, it also pulls off more anime shit than it did in the less serious times <laughs> where like his like right hand warrior, uh, woman, Lydia is like trying to like just bang down on all the chicks <laughs> including the the virgin succubus <laughs> yeah, dude, like, um, yeah his yeah his old right hand is like amazing such a funny ass character Ugh. yeah and he's just like oh that's he's like oh man she was so great she was so brave and then he runs into her and she's like like oh that's right she was also a fucking moron ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, the characters pretty much are all likable. The story mostly makes sense mm -hmm. for being an anime. Yeah. Um, the art style is good. The mag like all the the fighting and the ba the magic effects are drawn well. Uh, just a fun show. Yeah. Agreed. I thought I liked it. I mean, it's been a it's uh, it's been a while, but like. His right hand person was like pretty funny. I thought the, I thought part of the conflict at the end was interesting, with how they, on how they ended up 
like the issues that they like like the main villain like how that came about i thought that was pretty cool um it was at least definitely interesting to check out so but not too it was pretty good not bad at all and then for this season you're watching and then um so i know season two is out right now but i ended up watching season one of classroom of the elite so you can watch this one i think generally everywhere i know the season two just started this season and i haven't watched season two yet but basically there's like this advanced school you know in japan um and so the all these kids are there and you know they get treat they get like rewarded like they get like their food money and stuff all based off of like how they uh how they perform so like during the first month like they fuck off and they end up getting like zero points so they get no money for like a month so they have to eat like basically just rations (laughs) for like the whole month and stuff so like it's it gets like a little bit on the extreme side um the the main hero is ends up like befriending like this one girl, I don't even know if it's befriending, but they end up hanging out with each other. And, like, um, like the teacher's like, you guys are all a bunch of fucking misfits. And, like, and, and, and she's like, you need to see, you need to really understand, like, what, where his head's at if you want to succeed here. So it's like, you know, he, so the main character's got, like, some crazy dark past that kind of comes up and he gets like at at one point she starts drilling him on questions like where he came from and how does he know all these different things and he just you know does the over the shoulder look and just like don't he's like you can ask me anything but don't ask me about my past like (laughs) so like it wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be when I was going through it. I, I don't know. Like, I think some of the some of the some of its. Cl- I liked some of the writing and it's clever. Like the, like the issues that they have. So like the last like, four episodes, five episodes is on a beach and it's like the it's like, like the end of, end of the year like, um, project. That whole that whole part was pretty cool. I like the ins and outs of that piece and some of the thing the cleverness they did uh, for it. But I don't know, just like overall, I don't know. Like the main characters, eh? No white waifus are meh. Like there's one girl that has like a really cool um, alter ego, which is pretty funny. And interesting to watch, but it's like it doesn't, you can't carry the show though, like as a whole. But like there's interest. So to me, like there's interesting components to it, but I I don't know. I just can't get overly into it. Like some people, I know season two was a big deal coming out. A lot of people do like the show, so maybe it's not. Maybe it's just uh not for me kind of show. But maybe you sh- maybe you should check it out if you know if that's something you seem interested in. I watched it when it came out a while ago and you're like talk I'm like I just remember the main thing I just really remember was like you said the end of the 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 the, the beach stuff where basically it goes borderline uh, Lord of the Flies. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and and that, like you said, were like at the beginning where they were like, you know, because they're all ba- you know they're advanced students, so they're all from well fa- well off families, you know, and so they're like basically called the school's bluff because they're like they're not gonna they're not not gonna feed us, <laughs> right? They can't, don't they know who we are? They're not gonna do. And then they don't, and they're like, oh, well, I'm gonna call my parents, and they're like, the fuck you are. <laughs> Your parents know what's going on here. They signed up for it when they let you come here. <laughs> exactly. So, no, but that's that. That was that piece. Um, still plenty of of anime to review. I think most of what we're hitting episode eights eights so far. I think Call eight, the Wild is on. Tens. Yeah. So it, depending on when it started. So I know we got a lot of uh, conclusions to get through here in the next couple weeks. We definitely won't have a conclusion on Uncle from Another World, though. Not for a while. Not hopefully. For, not for a while. <laughs> That's hopefully. Wow. <laughs> you said trombones. Wah, wah, wah. But thanks. Thank you all for uh, sticking around and uh, listening to another great episode of We Are Adult Show. Make sure you follow us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. You can follow us on Instagram and twitter and untapped for all your fantastic beer reviews random outing reviews and whatnot danny posts all sorts of really fucking good food where <laughs> at all his little uh events on the weekend so definitely worth checking out yes gotta gotta get the names of places where people need to go eat out there like Gotta get that. Gotta get that. Spread the, spread the word. Spread the word. Hopefully, Senpai notices us eventually. Senpai, notice me. We'll see you next time, everybody. <laughs> Bye.